Welcome to Coming Out of the Kitchen. Today is Tuesday, March 29th, 2022, and it is still Women's History Month. Before we get started with today's podcast, let's talk about Anchor. Anchor is the platform that I use to create my podcasts. It's totally free to use. You just go to anchorfm.com and download the app to your smartphone or computer. It's free. And did I mention you can earn money when you use Anchor? Anchor has many different options to help you create your podcast. And once you're done creating your podcast, you can edit it, add some bling, and upload your podcast to seven different podcast listening sites in addition to your smartphone sites. So what are you waiting for? Go to anchorfm.com, download your app, and get started on your podcast today. Today's podcast, The Womb and the Crown. This is Women's History Month, and while I had autobiographies of women to share and women lined up to interview, things happen. So I'm late to the date, and while I have shared two women's bios, and I have a third in the making, I feel like I need to share this story, The Womb and the Crown. The womb. Anyone, regardless of where they live, can file a lawsuit against anyone suspected of helping any Texas woman to obtain an abortion. The Austin, Texas mayor, Steve Adler, released this statement Wednesday, September 2, 2021. Quote, Senate Bill 8 offers women who may be pregnant no solutions, no added safety measures, nor medical precautions, and certainly no compassion. Vulnerable Texas women face so many obstacles, so many hurdles when trying to access safe reproductive health care, including abortion services. This bill adds new challenges and sometimes would effectively ban needed care and services. End quote. 81 Texas representatives voted for the heartbeat bill. 63 Texas representatives voted against it. And two Texas representatives didn't have a spine. They didn't vote at all. The Texas Heartbeat Act. The only exception is for a woman having a medical emergency that threatens her life. Survivors of rape or incest do not qualify. The language in this bill comes from a group called Faith to Action. Anyone, even outside of Texas, can sue a provider or someone who quote, aids and abets, end quote, in the process of someone ob- obtaining an abortion after the six-week period. This language is important. It makes it harder to block the courts because usually you can sue the state to stop or to not enforce a restriction that was put in place. This makes it difficult for abortion providers to figure out who to sue. Women will be forced to carry a baby give birth to a baby that they do not want or cannot afford or cannot care for. They will be forced to go out of state to get an abortion, but even if they do, they can still be told on and they can be sued. If anyone can sue an Uber or cab driver for driving a woman in for an abortion, are they now going to sue the woman if she drives herself out of state for an abortion? Can they sue the automaker of the vehicle she drove out of state? Those were just questions that I had. I wrote this article back in September when this was all going down, but since Missouri's on board, I thought I would recap my September notes. Thursday, September 2nd, 2021, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat from California, wrote, quote, The courts, U.S. Supreme Court, cowardly decision to uphold a 
flagrantly unconstitutional assault on women's rights and health is staggering. The House will bring up Congresswoman Judy Chu's Women's Health Protective Act to enshrine into law reproductive health care for all women, ac women across America, end quote. Congresswoman Judy Chu's Women's Health Protection Act, first submitted in 2013, has 48 sponsors. It is the first attempt by Congress to codify the Roe v. Wade decision that establishes abortion as a constitutional right. While WHPA, that's Women's Health Protection Act, is expected to pass the House, the, the Democrats barely have a majority in the Senate. Two Democrats are strongly opposed to abortion. Joe Manchin, West Virginia, oh my, who knew? And Bob Casey of Pennsylvania. State Democrats heed all, need all 60 votes to overcome a Republican filibuster. S-1645 Women's Health Protection Act of 2019 in the 116th Congress. Senator Richard Blumenthal introduced May 23, 2019 to protect a woman's ability to determine whether and when to bear a child or end a pregnancy and to protect a health care provider's ability to provide reproductive health care services, including abortion services. Faith to Action is a nonprofit organization founded in 2003 by Janet Folger Porter. It was created to, quote, win the culture war for life, liberty, and the family, end quote. Porter also created the heartbeat bill, quote, if a heartbeat is detected, the baby is protected, end quote. Those are notes from September of 2021. Also, the governor came out, the Texas governor came out, and he was just like, there, you know, because in this bill, women who are raped or impregnated through incest are not excused from this bill. They will have to carry their baby to term. If they don't and they get caught getting abortion, they can be sued. Okay. So I did some research because the governor said, you know, rape is against the law. Like that we don't have rape because it's against the law in Texas. In 2019, Texas reported 9,018 rapes. Of those 9,018 rapes, only 1,195 were from strangers. So, so that means that 7,823 of the rapes in Texas, the rapist knew their victim. 7,823 rapists knew their victim in 2019 in Texas. Okay, that's all I'm going to harp on on Texas. Let's move on to Missouri. Thursday, March 24th, 2022, front page article in the Springfield News Leader, reported by Galen. Galen, I apologize, I cannot pronounce his last name. A Missouri House committee on Tuesday approved a bill that would criminalize importing, distributing, or administering abortion-inducing drugs, but stripped out language in its original version that would have applied the measure to potentially fatal pregnancy. House Bill 2810, Republican Representative Brian Seitz, or Seitz, however you pronounce his name, S-E-I-T-Z. I'll just call him Brian. Brian put forth in this session by GOP lawmakers attempting to 
curb abortion within the state. This is just one of the measures that Brian put forth in this session by GOP lawmakers attempting to curb abortion within the state. Under new language approved by the committee, by a 7-5 vote, the, quote, offense of trafficking abortion-inducing drugs, end quote, is a Class B felony punishable by 5 to 15 years in prison. Trafficking abortion-inducing drugs. I have never heard of anything so ludicrous in my life. I wonder, they don't list those drugs. I'll have to try to do some research to find out what those drugs are. Surely they are not talking about legal drugs through your pharmacy, but it doesn't say. It does not apply to women, quote, upon whom an abortion was induced or was attempted to be induced, end quote. Clear as mud. The bill's original language applied that criminalization to cases in which a woman has an eptic or a tubal pregnancy, which poses a serious risk serious risk to the mother and if the abortion was performed before 10 weeks of gestation. The bill's original language applied that criminalization to cases in which a woman has a tubal pregnancy which poses a serious risk to the mother and if the abortion was performed before 10 weeks of gestation. So what if it's after 10 weeks and she's got a tubal pregnancy? Does she get to die then? Just curious. Those instances would have resulted in a Class A felony, which are punishable by at least 10 years in prison. That language, along with mentions of abortion-inducing devices, spurred concern and outrage from lawmakers and advocacy organizations both within the state and nationally, as it has been removed from the new version of the bill a copy of which was provided to the news leader. But the news leader has not published it, to my knowledge. Quote, Those were the two concerns that the committee members shared in committee, working with the bill sponsor and a couple of other individuals, trying to figure out how to work this language out, end quote, said Representative Jared Taylor, a Nixa Republican who chairs the committee. A Democrat on the committee clarified that, quote, these are not the only concerns with the bill, end quote. Representative Bryan, I can't say his last name. I could say it, but I don't, I, might, I would probably say it wrong. Bryan said he, quote, found great support in the Branson area for this bill, even, it's, even in its initial incarnations, end quote, but said, quote, we should have everyone come on board with the new language. I think the committee process in this instance absolutely worked the way it should to streamline a bill to remove any questions from the back. I don't know who's in the back. I'm assuming, well, let's not assume. Now that the bill is a stronger bill, that will do exactly what we need it to do, end quote. The bill will now be referred to the House floor, cites... Brian, Representative Brian, said he has had, quote, zero, end quote, conversation with Republican leadership on the legislation, but that he expects it to, quote, come to the floor and go over to the Senate and be signed by the governor, end quote. 
And that's all I have seen on the Missouri abortion bill. I'm going to move on to the Crown, but then I'm going to come back a little bit on the on the womb issues with some of my thoughts. So we're going to move on to the Crown. The Crown Act. Republicans objected to the bill, saying the federal law already covers this kind of discrimination and that Democrats should be focusing on other issues like inflation and gas prices. 235 uh, representatives voted for the Crown Act. That means 221 Democrats plus 14 Republicans voted to pass the Crown Act. It's also, the Crown Act is also, its legal name is called Creating a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair, also known as the Crown Act. Okay, so 189 Republicans voted against it. They didn't think that there should be a law to keep people from discriminating against people for their hair. Republican Representative Jim Jordan from Ohio said, quote, 14 months of chaos, and we're, we're doing a bill on hair? I hope we can actually focus on things that matter to the American people, end quote. Let me repeat part of his comment, quote, things that matter to the American people, end quote. So, Jordan, people of color living in the USA, working in the USA, going to school in the USA, USA citizens, paying taxes in the USA, aren't American people? Democrats agree that such discrimination is prohibited under existing federal law, such as the 1964 Civil Rights Act, but said courts have misinterpreted the law by narrowly interpreting the meaning of race, thereby allowing discrimination against people who wear natural or protective hairstyles. Personally, this is me talking, personally, I remember several news stories reporting of teachers and or coaches taking it upon themselves to cut off black children's hair while at school or during sports. So yeah, this bill, in my opinion, is needed. Democrat Representative Bonnie Watson from New Jersey, the bill's sponsor, accused Republicans of failing to understand the discrimination that black people face, saying, quote, I understand that my colleagues on the Republican side don't get the vast array of discriminatory practices because they spend so much time trying to perpetrate an all-white society here in the most diverse country in the world. Nonetheless, this bill is virtually important. It is important to the young girls and the young boys who have to cut their hair in the middle of a wrestling match in front of everyone because some white referee says your hair is inappropriate to engage in your match, end quote. Referring to Andrew, she's referring to Andrew Johnson, the school wrestler in her state in 2018 who had to endure a haircut to participate in wrestling. So, I know this is a bit odd, but I wanted to look at all of these 189 Republicans who um, didn't think we should have a law prohibiting people from discriminating against people because of their hair. And I'm going to list them. I'm going to try to do this quickly because I also want to go back and talk about the, the womb. 
portion of this podcast, my thoughts on that. I have a different perspective, if you will, that I'd like to share. Now, before I get started listing, listing our naysayers on the Republican side, for discriminating against a person's hair. I want to tell you that I'm out at the farm today and the um, county road service is working on the road. You're going to hear some heavy equipment in the background and the neighbors, I think they're weaning some calves. So there's might be some mooing going on. All right, here we go. I'm going to try to do this quickly because I don't want to take up too much time. I want to talk about thoughts on the womb. Here we go. Which representatives voted no? Well, they were all Republicans. Alabama, Jerry Carl, Barry Moore, Mike Rogers, Robert Aberholt, Mo Brooks, Alaska, Don Young, Arizona, Paul Gosser, Andy Biggs, David Schwickert, Debbie Lesko, L-E-S-K-O, Lesko, Arkansas, Eric Crawford, French Hill, Steve Womack, Bruce Westerman, California, Doug Malfa, Tom McClintock, David Valadeo, Kevin McCartney, Mike Garcia, Young Kim, Ken Calvert, Michelle Steele, Daryl Isa, Colorado, Lauren Bobert, Ken Buck, Doug Lamborn, Florida, Matt Gates, Neil Dunn, Kat Kamick, John Rutherford, Michael Waltz, Bill Posley, Daniel Webster, Gus Villa Bilaricus, Scott Franklin, Vern Buchanan, Gregory Stube, Brian Mask, Byron Donalds, Carlos Jimenez, no, G I M E N E Z. I know, I'm rural Missourian. I am sorry. My education was not stellar, so I don't know how to pronounce his name. Please apologize. My apologies. Maria Salazar, Mario Diaz Ballart did not vote. I don't know why. I don't know if he was busy. Maybe he was at the hairdressers, but he didn't vote. In Georgia, we have Earl Carter, Drew Ferguson, Austin Scott, Andrew Clyde, Jody Heiss, Barry Loudermilk did not vote. I guess he was at the hairdressers. Rick Allen, Marjorie Green, Idaho. Russ Fulcher, Mike Simpson, Illinois, Mike Boast, Rodney Davis, Mary Miller, Darren LaHood, Indiana, Jackie Warlorski, Jackie Warlorski, Jim Banks, James Baird, Victoria Sparts, Greg Pence, Larry Bouchon, Trey Hollingsworth, Iowa, Ashley Henson, Marinette Miller Meeks, Randy Feenstra, Kansas, Tracy Mann, Jake LaTurner, Ron Estes, Kentucky, James Comer, Brett Guthrie, Thomas Massey, Hal Rogers, Andy Barr, Louisiana, Steve Scalise, Clay Higgins, Mike Johnson, Julia Letlow, Gary Graves, Maryland, Andy Harris, Michigan, Jack Bergman, Bill Huzinga, John Molnair, Molnair, Fred Upton, Tim Wahlberg, Lisa McCain, Minnesota, T- 
Tom Elmer, Michelle Fishbach, Pete Staber, Mississippi, Kelly Trent, Michael Guest, Stephen Palazzo, Missouri, Ann Wagner, Blaine Lukemeyer, Vicki Hartzler, Sam Graves, Billy Long, Jason Smith, Montana, Matthew Rosendale, Nebraska, Jeff Fultonberry, Adrian Smith, Nevada, 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 I think it's uh, Nevada, Nevada, Mark Amaday, New Jersey, Jefferson Van Drew, Chris Smith, New Mexico, Yvette Harrell, New York, No Vote, Hairdo Man, I guess, was at the barbershop, Lee Zeldin, Andrew Garbarino, Elise Stefanik, Claudia Tenney, Chris Jacobs, North Carolina, Gregory Murphy, Virginia Fox, David Ruser, Richard Hudson, Dan Bishop, Patrick McHenry, David Cawthorn. Hmm. The no vote. Ted Budd. He must have been at the barber shop. North Dakota. Kelly Armstrong. Ohio. Steve Chabot. Brad Winstrup. Jim Jordan. Robert Lotta. Bill Johnson. Bob Gibbs. Warren Davidson. No vote. Mike Michael Turner must have been at the barbershop. Troy Balderson. David Joyce. Oklahoma. Kevin Hearn. Mark Wayne Mullen. Frank Lucas. Tim Cole. Stephanie Bice. Oregon. Cliff Bentz. Pennsylvania. Daniel Muser. Scott Perry. Lloyd Schmucker. Fred Keller. John Joyce. Guy. Oh, man. I saw this name. I thought... I practiced it. I said, I know I can get this name. Let me see. Guy Rechenthaler. That's what I'm going with. Guy Rechenthaler. If that's not your name, Guy, it is now. Guy Rechenthaler. Glenn Thompson. Mike Kelly. South Carolina. Joe Wilson. Jeff Duncan. William Timmons. Ralph Norman. Tom Rice. South Dakota. Dusty Johnson. Tennessee. Diana Harshberger. Tim Burchett. Chuck Fleisch. Fleischman, Scott, oh boy, Scott, Dejarlis, D-E-S-J-A-R-L-A-I-S, that's Scott, right there, John Rose, Mark Green, David Kustoff, Texas, Louis Gomart, Dan Crenshaw, Van Taylor, Pat Fallon, Lance Golan, Jake LZ, Kevin Brady, Mike McCall, Kay Granger, Ronnie Jackson, Randy Weber, Pete Sessions, no vote in Texas, August Fluger, hairdresser, no vote, Jody Arrington, Chip Roy, Troy Nails, Tony Gonzalez, Beth Van Dune, Roger Williams, Michael Burgess, Michael Cloud, John Carter, Brian Babin, Utah, Blake Moore, Chris Stewart, John Curtis, Burgess Owen, Virginia, Robert Whitman, Bob Good, Ben Klein, Morgan Griffith, Washington, Kathy Rogers, West Virginia, David McKinney, Alexander Mooney, Carol Miller, Wisconsin, Brian Steele, Glenn Grothman, Thomas Tiffany, Mike Gallinger, and no vote, Scott Fitzgerald was at the barber. 
So that's all. If you didn't hear your representative's name, they voted yes. But that's all the people that decided to not to vote against the Crown Act to stop discrimination against hair. Now I'm going to say something controversial that's probably really going to upset a lot of y'all, but here I go. With this whole abortion issue and this whole voting rights crap that's going on, it reminds me of Nazi. I know that word's been tossed around a lot, but I don't think people really think about it. So I looked up, you know, did Germans turn in Jews during the Nazi years? And here's what I found. Um, this is on a website, The Holocaust Explained. There we go. That's already turned a bunch of people off. They're like, oh my God, I don't want to hear this. Well, you ought to. Because when they come after women's uteruses, what are they going to come after next? They're going to come after your voting rights? And what are they going to come after next? They're going to start calling you names. And if you don't fit their narrative for names, then they're going to turn you in. And then what are they going to come after? You're in the wrong religion. So they're going to come after you for your religion. So listen up, people. This is my opinion. My podcast, I'm putting it out there. In Nazi Germany, some citizens passed on information about their neighbors, family, and friends. Gestapo. This was called informing. Nazi propaganda presented the Gestapo as an omnipresent, all-seeing, all-knowing group. But in reality, there was just one secret police officer for approximately every 10,000 citizens of Nazi Germany the Gestapo were therefore reliant on a network of thousands of informants. That Okay, think about that. You have one governor over a state of millions of people. He can't control it all. So he has his police informants making your friends and neighbors turn in your family friends and neighbors for being pregnant. So maybe that's one police officer in every county or five police officers in every county. They're doing that. Sorry, people, if you don't see this, then that's on you. And if you think I'm out there, you think I'm out there. But I'm just saying, y'all need to wake up. The information passed on by informants typically accuse someone of breaking the law or of being a criminal in some way. The information provided was not always based on fact and could not often be and could often be rumor or suspicion. For example, if someone had a stereotypical Jewish features, they might be informed on to be a potential Jew. So an overweight woman with a belly could be pregnant, okay, potential Jew, and would therefore have to prove that they were not a Jew to the Gestapo or face torture and imprisonment. Informants reported on a number of different undesirable activities, such as anti-Nazi sentiment, communist activity, Jews in hiding, people suspected to be Jews, and much, much more. Informers had, a, had various motives, including anti-Semitism, racism, a strong belief in Nazi theology, ideology, and governance, fear, personal gain, professional gain, and personal disagreements, such as informing Gestapo that someone was a communist in response to a personal dislike or argument with that person. Most informers were aware of the consequences 
of the consequences of their actions. So most informers knew that the Jews were going to be killed. Just like most of the people, Americans, family, friends, neighbors, somebody on the website knows that a girl's pregnant, and he knows if he turns her in what's going to happen to her. He doesn't care because he's been taught that that was the thing to do. And that's what pisses me off about these abortion rules that they're putting up. I don't know. You know, we get past the religion aspect of it. Let's just get on past that religion aspect. Abortion was never discussed in the Bible. And you know, slaves, when they were brought over, and the slave owners learned that they could breed these slaves and sell their babies, they started doing that. Because not only were they getting free labor out of these slaves, but this was just one more way to make income. Let's breed these suckers, and we'll sell their babies, and we'll make money. So these are the things that bother me about this whole abortion thing is that, well, I'm rambling. I'm rambling, and I've got things i got to do today. So I'm just going to put it out there. Ratting out your fellow female women for being pregnant or not being pregnant or looking pregnant or or acting pregnant or whatever or maybe you just turn them in just because you can somebody you don't like so you just turn them in that is all playbook out of nazis and i get it when i was in school we were taught not we were taught how cruel the nazis were we were caught we were taught how cruel the russian communists were these new generations they weren't and by new generations, I'm talking about 30-year-olds who were not taught this stuff. So when they start throwing around these words, they have no idea what they're talking about. So that's my beef. Anyway, I'm going to keep you informed on what's going on as much as I can. I'm sorry that I went off on a rant. I've got to get this uploaded so I can, I guess, piss off people. I don't know. LOL. <sighs> It's March 29th, 2022, and women still do not have equal rights in the United States of America Constitution. But now, we can wear our hair any way we want to. Because this will pass in the Senate. Whether the Republicans like it or not, the Crown Act will pass. We might have lost the womb. We might have lost our uteruses. But we will have our crown. And I don't mean that sarcastically. I mean that matter-of-factively. Women, I don't know how to end this. Let me just say, have a great day. Until next time, stay alert, stay informed, and don't fall for everything. Cass out.